0: Dun, dun, dun. It's Not Your Mama's Christine Podcast. Oh, Welcome everybody it's Not Your Mama's Christine Podcast. your Christine Podcast with Don't Take Too Seriously. I am your host and today is a good day. Why? Because your reckoning has finally oh, come. Oh, is that what there. you think <laughs> happened? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> You've got a lot of to
1: do <laughs> <laughs> oh all right. baby all right relax first oh all. i can't wait <laughs> um okay so let's uh let's set this up a little bit shall we like what mm-hmm. what you're talking about because what you're alluding to some people know i mean the title i don't know yeah. what the title is yet, but the title probably gives away what we're doing but um how often do we do we do a podcast and we hear feedback It's not that often. Like, just from random people. No, not that often. A lot of times, we'll get a message, say, here's my thoughts on this. Yeah, they'll comment on it. Um, I did get a ton of comments and people just texting me randomly or messaging us about, like, uh, band names, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like those sort of things get the most comments yeah. of like which fruit would win in a fight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, obviously uh, an apple. Yeah,
0: fruit. <laughs> no, no, pineapple.
1: <laughs> so, if, but if you
0: don't, if you don't like, because uh, a lot of times I'll get people or Pastor Kevin, who's been on our podcast before, he was my boss. He's always like, "Why do you do these stupid arguments?" Because they generate
1: discussion, <laughs> <laughs> generate that content. Yeah, Sling that tent. Um, <laughs> it's that? also the most. It's also the most fun part of. Yeah, having those arguments because those when we do stupid arguments those are the arguments we are having in real life mm-hmm. most of the time we bring up, bring up what we've been talking about all week that band one we've been talking about that all week like, let's bring it up yeah. and we got a lot of like I was just getting random text people that just said like a name yeah, yeah. E- the Eagles <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yep that, you're right it's a yeah. bad band name pretty good band um, but we've done episodes talking about like certain groups or certain people and haven't heard from that group those groups or people right we're until not, We're not that big. Yeah, but we're like, okay. We're reasonable. Yeah. We're reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, until, last, dun, dun, dun. until last week. Yeah. So, would you like to explain what happened last week? Yeah. So,
0: well, um, well, not that long ago. It was What was it, like a month or so ago, when we released an episode? It was our second episode about preachers and sneakers. We've talked about preacher sneakers
1: uh, twice. Mm hmm.
0: And, and yes, So, so hopefully we don't have to explain to you what Preachers and Sneakers is you at know this what point. It is. You know Come what on. it is. If, okay, so, if
1: you don't go look it up on yeah, Instagram, okay, yeah.
0: that's what it is. You know it. The first episode that we released a while ago, in the, in like the spring when it first came out, we were both like, "This is awesome." Preachers and Sneakers is calling out all these celebrity pastors. We loved it.
1: Yep. The second episode that we Which released, came out August twenty sixth. August twenty sixth. Episode one twenty six on August twenty sixth.
0: Eric flip flopped, <laughs> and yep.
1: he changed his
0: mind. I held strong. I, you know, Preacher Sneakers. I always believed in you. <laughs> Shut
1: up. Such a saga. <laughs>
0: and Eric, though, he's all
1: upset about little things here and there. Yeah, I, and he I, let I everybody did, know. Here's, I did not change my opinion on how I feel about celebrity pastors or flaunting wealth. What I was changing my opinion on is that I felt like um, Preacher Sneakers was manipulating the Instagram picture, mm-hmm. taking out the retail value, which. The, they could have bought it for so that they could get the message across mm-hmm. that um, these pastors were paying thousands of dollars for shoes that they might have paid $120 yeah. for, something yeah. like that. Is that, that. And I was pretty harsh on it. I was like, yeah. because they're manipulative, I can't buy anything I know. they say. I remember you saying that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but so what happened this past week was all of a sudden, Eric and I at the same time get an alert on our phone from Instagram.
1: First it was, we got a new follower? Yeah. We're like, oh, Preacher Sneakers is following us now? Yeah. <laughs>
0: and then it's like, oh, Preacher Sneakers is following us. <laughs> <laughs> and then next thing we know, a little um, uh, notification pops up in our in our DMs. Preachers and Sneakers slid into our DMs. Yep. Yeah, they did. And said, what's up, fellas? <laughs> hey, hey, I'm right here. I heard you.
1: Hey, Eric.
0: And um, I leaned into it.
1: Go ahead. And I'll read you the first thing they sent and then we had a kind of conversation yeah. after that it said, yo, listen to your pod. Fair criticism, never intentionally withholding retail value. Honestly, it doesn't fit in the phone screenshots that I use. My stance is that if you're wearing kicks that you could get 1K for today, you're foregoing 1K to wear those shoes. Appreciate the commentary. Yeah. So that was it. And then, we kind of, and all of a sudden, I'm like, "Oh crap!" Yeah, <laughs>
0: I got, I was outside grilling at the time, grilling up some some dinner, and um, and I saw it on my phone, and I came running inside, and I was like, "Lauren, Eric's in so much trouble."
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened.
1: So we started just having conversations back and forth, and like it was, I think it was mostly you, Shane, like replying back. Yeah, um, yeah, and then. Um, we basically was like, "Hey, well, you want to come on podcast talk about it?" He said, yep. Mm-hmm. And then, and then here we are. Today. Yeah. So um, cool. it was. Yeah, we were we were excited to do it. Um, and I was. Here's what I was struggling with before the <laughs> podcast started. And I even told him um, that I I listened back to that episode because, like, oh, what did I say? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's never a good thing. What did I say? <laughs> if I it was a month ago, because. Yeah. So, if I knew that he was going to listen to it, which he listened to our first episode as well, yeah, which I didn't know. Um, if I knew he was going to listen to it, I wouldn't have been as harsh. But I was that <laughs> harsh because I thought there's no way that's honest. This Instagram account's going to hear it mm-hmm. because they have almost two hundred thousand followers. There's what are they doing? Looking up preacher <laughs> Zegers and because we didn't add them, yeah. So it didn't. So I, how, what is he? And then so when I got that, I was like, oh crap. But then look. Like, I listened back and I was like, with the information that I knew, I don't. I still stand by everything I said. Mm-hmm. I just was very harsh because I didn't think this person would ever hear it. So now I'm like, okay, I gotta be respectful in this interview, but I also I don't want to be a punk. <laughs> like I, yeah, like people heard what I said last time. I need to like kind of talk about that too. Um, but one thing I I felt after we already did the interview, one thing I felt, and um, you can you can add to this too, is I felt that he was very humble. He was mm-hmm. very gracious and like a little bit of pushback we gave i gave here and there he was like yep that's i, I understand that yeah i mm-hmm. should look into that like mm-hmm. a little bit of that so um i have no complaints from our interview yeah. that. and he approached it the way you're supposed to right, right. like right he yep. didn't attack us in the in the messages even though i was not that pleasant about it mm-hmm. um and he did not attack us he explained himself we're like oh I want to come on our podcast and explain it because yeah. eric eric this you on yeah. our podcast and all our listeners have his opinion about you.
0: And I honestly um, and this is this is not just because we we, we have him on and, and and I'm trying to be nice. Like I genuinely really enjoyed the conversation that we had and I walked away from this conversation loving preaching the sneakers more. And appreciating what he's doing because now I know the the person behind it and where, where his heart is and what, and what he's trying to do. But let me ask you this, Eric, before, and, and then we'll get to the interview. Just ask it. <laughs> when we recorded that episode a month ago, uh-huh. did it ever cross your mind that Preachers and Sneakers was going to listen to it and then be like, hey, I'd like to talk to you about it? No. (laughs) No, for sure not. Um,
1: That's why I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. No, for sure not.
0: But it was a really, really fun interview, really positive uh, interview and great conversation. We were saying that we could talk to him for way longer than we did.
1: And we wrote down some questions. I didn't look at them once. Yeah. like I knew we weren't going to need the questions today because I wanted to hear about history of it and then we also want to talk about what we are have already discussed so yeah yeah people know what we've talked about and everything so they kind of know what's coming but right. yes well let's get to our interview with preaching the speaker.
0: sneakers and uh, we're so excited for you to, to take some time out of your schedule and join us and uh, we have obviously talked a lot about your, uh, your Instagram account. Yeah, our, list, us, our
1: listeners know yeah.
0: who you are. You've given us a <laughs> lot of material, so we really appreciate you doing that for us. <laughs> Happy to do that. Yeah. yeah. So give us some insight into how you started Preachers and Sneakers, how, where the concept came from and just getting it going.
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh thanks for having me. Y'all, sure. I know this is random. Yeah, yeah. But a little bit of backstory. I was super hungry the day that I listened to y'all's podcast <laughs> and there's some good commentary about it. And I think I might have uh I might have been a little too sensitive that day. So but I'm happy that we could we could all talk because this is fun. Like I like talking to people that have interesting yeah. insights. Y'all are both pastors, so yep. it's helpful for me to get your perspective as well. So mm-hmm. um in March, i my wife was out of town and it was Sunday and I was skipping church, but I was checking the box by watching some worship videos uh-huh. on YouTube. <laughs> nice. And was, wa- I, I was just kind of going on a deep dive on YouTube and I was watching some old elevation worship video and the, the lead singer Mac Brock was, uh, I think it was a resurrecting song or resurrecting. I'm not yeah. sure the title, but he was wearing this pair of Yeezy, uh, seven fifties, which are super rare. And, uh, I had been following sneakers for a few years, really into it. Yeah. Um, and so pretty quickly I noticed like, dude, that pair of sneakers is worth 800 bucks today. Mm-hmm. And um, I posted something on my personal Instagram was like, I, I, the the thing I said was, what's with these LA worship bands and their worship, like their outfits or something? How mm-hmm. much are they possibly paying these guys that they can afford $800 sneakers? Yeah. And I was like, put me on the payroll. I'm in the yeah. wrong job. It's <laughs> yeah. not snarky, but it, it was in fun. And I I like my personal followers saw it and thought it was funny. And so I basically, I didn't realize any of these dudes existed. Mm-hmm. And um, so I started basically just looking at more YouTube videos. And I saw a lot of the pastors and stuff wearing a lot of these really hype, sneakers. And, um, so I just started, I did a few, like probably three or four videos in a row. And I had a buddy text me who's kind of in the music industry and was like, dude, you should start an account with just that stuff. Mm-hmm. It'll be huge. Like, cause he's in LA and he said, there are people all up and down California that wear this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't like it. And a lot of people, but also a lot of people go to their churches. So it could be funny cause you have a funny way of yeah. calling it out or whatever. So I, um, so I was like, all right, whatever." And there again, like it was just purely out of boredom and just trying to do something funny. Mm-hmm. So I made, I just, I was thinking of a funny name for it. And I was like, what rhymes with pastors, preachers, and sneakers came up really quick. It's like within 30 seconds. I was like, okay, <laughs> the account will be preachers and sneakers. Yeah. Um, so I did that, had zero followers and I posted those videos that I posted on my other account and then started kind of, um, looking these guys up on Instagram and saw that they were all preaching in these sneakers that, um, were either designer stuff that retailed for a lot, or they were like actual sneakers that were reselling for a ton. Cause you can't get a lot of these on mm-hmm. for retail anymore. Um, and so I just did like a little Instagram layout thing, put his picture, zoomed in on the sneaks and then screenshotted the StockX from my iPhone and posted that mm-hmm. and literally like made a funny quip behind it. Mm-hmm. And people lost their mind. Like I had yeah. zero, I had maybe like 20 followers because they're personal followers. Yeah. And, um, I started posting those people thought they were really funny. And then my buddy that basically encouraged me to start the account, he shared it and he's got, he probably had 15,000 followers. He's a musician. Mm-hmm. And that's where it kind of started to blow up uh. and people just didn't know what to do with it. Like both Christians and non-Christians were like, what is this? <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, it's been interesting. That happened in March and like the beginning of March. And I had like 20 posts and I went from zero to, to 100,000 followers by like the beginning of April, I think. Yeah. yeah. And um, so it was very much out of control and I had no idea what I was doing. Like I had no agenda. I didn't know what it was. I didn't mm-hmm. know what I wanted to do with it. <clears throat> but I, I mean, it, it was clearly going viral. And mm-hmm. so yep. all these news agencies started reaching out. The Today Show reached out. Wow. Like, The New York Times posted, the New Yorker posted about it. The Wall Street Journal wrote about it. I mean, it's insane. And I'm just this nothing nobody dude Mm -hmm. with no agenda (laughs) or no, like, I didn't want to be an activist. I didn't really care that much about Mm -hmm. what pastors were wearing. I just thought it was kind of ridiculous. Like, I was like, it just feels weird that these dudes are wearing $1,000 kicks preaching to a ton of people. So uh, fast forward, I, um, I guess we've been doing this for seven months now and trying to we've tried to pivot it a little bit to try to make it more positive because there was a point there where it could have been extremely inflammatory like if mm-hmm. i wanted it if i didn't stop for a while i could have it could have been a real like super negative breeding ground even though there's still some negative stuff around it yeah um but yeah so now we're here so that's kind of the down and dirty of so it.
0: so you said that you you were already interested in sneakers before this right so you because we both have no i i know that there's this whole culture behind sneakers that are that's really popular and we don't know anything about it so you you've uh-huh. been in that culture already
2: yeah i mean just for a few years like i didn't grow up with it and as you can tell like i'm like a very average white dude like uh-huh. it they they initially i got into it for like the entrepreneurial aspect of it like the, the yeah. ability to like if you can get lucky on one of these drops, you can resell one of these kicks for five ten x what it's worth yeah um So that's initially why I got into it. And then, like, it's kind of like an art thing. A lot of the sneakers are really interesting looking. I can't pull a lot of them off, but Mm -hmm. it's just an interesting hobby. My my wife is sick of it. And it's (laughs) kind of like a... At one point when we both had incomes, it was kind of a deep, dark, spending hole. But um, So, yeah, I'm still into it. I like the collabs. I like, you know, the technology behind it and like how a lot of them look. So, yeah, I was into it before. And so that's kind of how I was able to pick out some of these sneakers that maybe a lot of other people would have... Overlooked, yeah. Because yeah, a never lot of people known. just didn't care, didn't know about mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. and so that was kind of my thesis at the beginning. It was like, I guarantee you, most of these, most people in their congregations don't know what kind of commas are involved with these kind of sneakers. So yeah. that's part of why I think it blew up.
1: Yeah. Right. What um, what kind of pushback have you gotten since? Because I it blew up. It was basically an overnight success, right? Like, I mean, you were you just kind of stumbled into this. Yeah. And I think you, I think it was a perfect time for this too, because definitely the, I mean, these preachers are still like super popular but you could definitely feel the trend in christianity specifically of people getting tired of people making tons of money that are on stage and 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 kind of showing that off so it was like almost it was a perfect time for this um and what so what kind of like negative feedback did you get pretty quickly that you weren't even maybe you weren't even expecting so such harsh ones or whatever what did you get
2: yeah i had a lot of people I'd never heard of just messaged me and like, dude, what are you doing? Like, this is a terrible idea. You're going to cause division in the church. Like you're causing disunity. Like, how dare you? These people will do more good for the world than you'll ever do in your entire life. That kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. which is fair. Like a lot of people think that I was out there trying to just like be a a gnat poking, like Mm -hmm. annoying people in the church to make them pissed off for no reason. Mm -hmm. And I really wasn't trying to do that. Um, Some people, you know, messaged me and said like, I'm going to have to, I'm going to be held accountable for the people that walk away from the faith because of this account, that kind of thing. Um, and initially that, that really sucked to hear. It's like, dude, I'm not, I'm a Christian. Like, I'm not trying to -hmm. like, is this legit? Like, I'm not trying to (laughs) get people to leave the church or anything. Yeah. Um, and then I would hear, I, you know, at the same time, all the media was happening around it. The, some of the pastors were reaching out like some of the bigger ones Mm -hmm. and basically kind of gave me a behind the curtain look like, Hey, a lot of these guys are getting harassed. A lot of the wives are getting harassed in their personal accounts. Um, you know, one dude's having a panic attack about it. And I, you know, me just like not being equipped for this emotionally or Mm. anything, just being like, Oh shit. Like I, uh, I never intended that for happen. I'm going to stop doing this. This is a terrible thing. Yeah. So several messaged me over DMs. Some were pissed. Some understood, but some some understood, but were also like, hey, can you take this one down? They're harassing my wife. And I was like, yeah, I'll I'll take it down. I don't want anybody's wife to get harassed. Yeah. Yeah. um, Others... There was one church like life church in Oklahoma city sent me kind of like a cease and desist from their photographer. Cause I used one of their photos, yeah. which whatever. <laughs> um, and then I I had a phone call with one of the, one of like the biggest ones, like the leader of them all. And he basically was like, yeah, I get it. Like I get how this started. I get how I can kind of get, uh, how it was funny. And, uh, I disagree with what you're doing and I think what you're doing is wrong, but like you do you, um, so I had to, like, kind of process through all that. And my wife's my wife works at a mega church and she's like, I don't want to get fired because of this. <laughs> and so, like, everybody, uh, it was kind of a, I had to process a lot of things. Like, I brought it to my community group. They didn't know what to do with it. I brought it to my senior pastor. Like, he was basically like, just keep doing what you're doing. Just make sure you're checking your heart with your community group. Because ultimately, there is some good that can come from this. Like, people do need to, ex- mm-hmm. I think it's worth, or his view was like, it's worth bringing this up just make sure that you're doing it in a way that's not um, uh, like spiteful or pure, like trying to just be, uh, right. Right. I'm not sure what the word is, but he basically just said, check your heart about it. Right.
0: Now, have you had any, um, any pastors or anybody reach out to you and say, man, this is like a good wake up call for me. Or like, this is uh, like where they received it in a way that's filled with humility that says, maybe I should think about, the way that I'm presenting myself. Did you get any of that at all?
2: Yeah. I mean, I had people from uh, like Redeemer in New York City, like Tim Keller's church. Some uh-huh. of his pastors reached out and like, dude, we just got out of a leadership meeting where we talked about this and talked about how important this is. Or like uh, there was a mega church in Minnesota that one of the execs messaged me. He was like, dude, the church has needed to have this conversation for a long time. It's gotten way out of hand. Yeah. Uh, all of us have had to basically check ourselves. I mean, I've had people from, I've had siblings of the people that I post about message me or like, Hey, I didn't know how to bring this up with my brother, but this account has so important. And I've been meaning like, like, I've needed to talk with my brother about this. That's so great. All the, yeah. all that's great. And like, I mean, pastors will, uh, message me pretty much daily, like, thanks for the conversation you started. Uh, yeah. This is worth considering, like, how we present ourselves, even if it's not fair. Mm-hmm. Like, it's ultimately not super fair for some rando to be like, dude, F you for wearing a $800 pair of shoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also think that it is kind of closed minded to not think that what you're wearing is communicating a message, you know? Right. Yeah. So, overall, I'd say the majority is positive and they see. Like, especially once they listen to my podcast, they understand that I'm not a douche. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm really not trying to be one. Um, but yeah, so overall, most people think it's positive. There's some that still think I'm just, you know, out there trying to get clicks or trying to get followers. But ultimately, like, I started with zero followers, and I could literally care less about getting any followers. Yeah. So. yeah.
1: The, uh, and then, all of a sudden, this stupid little podcast starts <laughs> trashing you. And you're like, what the heck is this? <laughs> so, um, how did you hear about our episode and then uh, we can kind of get into a little bit of that conversation cuz Cause, yeah. cause, uh, he list cause you listen to it so um, uh, our listeners listen to it i'm the one who was criticizing it a little bit so i'm i yeah. can't be a i can't be a punk now that i'm talking to you like <laughs> i got to stop talking for sure um, h- how did you find out about it and then um what are some of the feedback that you you would give us on what we were talking about
2: yeah yeah and like in pure transparency i had like I mean, I guess it was a moment of narcissism. I was mm-hmm. looking up podcasts that were talking about the account. Yeah, I do that periodically just because it's interesting to see what people's thoughts are. Right. Um, and, you know, it's it's died off a ton. And so, like, not many people are talking about it anymore, which is fine. Yeah. But I just happened to be, like, I think I was about to drive home or something. And I was just, I typed in the account in iTunes and I mm-hmm. saw, because I had listened to your first one, like, back when y'all had did, done the original one. Oh, okay. And then saw like so-and-so changed his mind about preaching. niggas like, I guarantee I know where this is going, uh-huh. but I'm gonna listen to it anyway. And like I said, at the time I was super hungry. So I was probably <laughs> feeling a little too sensitive. <laughs> um, but I thought it was fair feedback. Cause I get that all the time. It's like people in the comments, if you see, you were like, yeah, but this isn't the retail price. So like for, I guess for people listening, the issue was, uh, some people think that I'm manipulating the, the content that I'm posting about in order to be more inflammatory or to be mm-hmm. yeah, to get more clicks or to get more conversation going, which would be a pretty like easy thing for me to be doing. Like Mm it, it wouldn't take, it doesn't take much like logic to say, Oh, he could easily just be whiting out things and making it seem worse than it is. Um, And so I wanted to talk just to say, I guess just to say that's not the case, even though it looks like it is Mm -hmm. Um, going back to how it started from the very beginning. I basically have been posting pictures with the thought like, Hey, if you were to try to go buy these sneakers today, this is what you would have to pay Mm -hmm. because ultimately I don't know what any of these guys or girls paid for any of this stuff, Mm -hmm. but also they're not contributing anything to counter that. They're basically, they're up there wearing these sneakers that for a lot of people, like at least people that are into sneakers or designer wear know that this stuff is expensive and Mm -hmm. know that it communicates some form of prosperity or wealth or like I'm crushing it. Mm -hmm. Um, so, the only thing I could do was say, "Look here's what the market is is demanding for this type of shoe eight hundred bucks or whatever, and do with this what like what are your th- thoughts on this mm-hmm. um and but I get so like some of the feedback from Eric right' yep. your name Eric yep. yeah, Eric was you must have been looking at stockx on your computer or mm-hmm. something, so on the stockx dashboard on your computer, it shows the retail price of like once it was released, so a lot of these shoes um." I'll post with the StockX price mm-hmm. or like the last sale on StockX, and on the desktop version, it'll show like, yeah, this retailed for one hundred ninety dollars. Yeah. My deal with that is, there's no, you can't find it for that price anymore. For like two seconds on launch day, it's worth one hundred ninety bucks. Mm-hmm. All the sneakerheads buy them up and immediately flip them because they're super hyped. So to me, um, it's more accurate to say. Like, even if they got these shoes for free, they're wearing a pair of shoes that today are worth 800 bucks. And by wearing them, they're basically foregoing the $800 to say, to, to wear the kicks. So like, Mm -hmm. that's my thinking. Mm -hmm. And some people will still be like, yeah, but that's not what they paid retail. And I'm like, yes, but that's not what they're worth. Mm -hmm. And so that's where... That's basically what I wanted to come on and say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wanted well, to hear and, your and, feedback.
1: And so, yeah. So the one thing that I thought when I was doing the episode too is that, like you said, that, that you were taking a screenshot, you're editing out the retail part because on the on your um, laptop, it says retail. But then, yeah. when you find out that no, you're just looking at the StockX, which I downloaded the app, and it, the retail value is all the way down the bottom. So yeah. I was even like, okay, is there a way he could take a screenshot where you could still see it? And on the mobile app, there isn't. So, right, right. Um,
2: so most of my argument was if and he. That's how di- much effort I put into every post. It's like <laughs> three clicks in my phone. Like people yeah, think yeah. I'm researching all day. Yeah. yeah. And it's and literally you, just from my thumb. And you sent us
0: um, a, a video of exactly what you do uh and so i we we will be willing to share that if you if you like if that's if that's helpful too to show i mean
1: you can just download just download the stock x app and you'll see that the retail value is pretty low so i'm saying like he he
0: sent us a video of everything he does to post it onto
1: instagram so 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 the the heart of my argument was i came to i found i thought that you were purposely editing it out so then my side was like okay well i i can't buy anything then because <laughs> if if you're doing that then what anything he's doing i don't right. believe if you're literally manipulating the picture yeah. um i i here's my argument for and and people that listen to this podcast know that i am not a fan of celebrity pastors or even flaunting your wealth like yeah i was literally only talking about the shoes because even like gucci belts like do you really yeah, need like there's no way around like, that. there's no way around like that is the price you know what i mean so like yeah um but the the one argument I would give for if the shoes are worth eight hundred bucks, then you're foregoing eight hundred bucks, right? Um, that's kind of a slippery slope to me because you could. I have like sports memorabilia that's technically worth a lot of money, but mm-hmm. but I, I that's a hobby of mine, so am I foregoing the money I could get for it? Um, my my uh, father in law gave me the. Uh, original thriller vinyl I don't know if that's worth anything oh, but it's probably snap. worth it's probably worth something so that's legit <laughs> so am I foregoing however much money I could get for that by keeping it like it's a little bit of a slippery slope that argument but at the same time I am not a fan of preachers flaunting wealth which is what it seems like it's doing um, and I would say the the retail part that I thought was being edited out you if you go on your phone to the actual like safari then that retail is there so mm. it'd be a very easy way to use the if you use the app it's not there but if you use the mobile and the same thing it is there uh-huh. but i don't know if that really changes the opinion because like you said i don't really know it very much but there's most likely Steam verdict's not buying these shoes for the retail value <laughs> i get But that. that's yeah.
2: that's a good word though i've lit like i've I've just been using the StockX app. I've literally yeah. never done that with the Safari piece on my phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a fair thing for me to do moving forward. Like mm-hmm. yeah. people think that's disingenuous, but I honestly have just this has worked since the beginning. But yeah. if it shows the retail price as a screenshot on Safari, like maybe that is the way to go. Like yeah. especially I, like if you felt passionate enough to say like, hey, he could be showing the retail price and he's not. I think that's a fair piece of feedback, and I could try yeah. to do that. Yeah, yeah, because um, if
1: literally though, if once I felt like it was maybe manipulated, I didn't want anything to do with. The account but if yeah if if you're showing literally because you're not even saying this how much you're buying it for they're saying look here's info you do it with it what you will yeah and and i and i'm all for that if they're willing to wear the shoes in public Mm -hmm. then we're willing to look it's not bad for us to be like hey here's what it is here's the retail it's it's 180 bucks but if you're know the shoe culture you know you're probably not getting it for that that's your decision Mm -hmm. just like if if the if the pastors didn't want us to have that decision, don't wear those shoes. Yeah. Right. I or don't that. be a public so, figure. Don't right. list
2: yourself as a public figure. I, I so get like, all that, yeah. I've, I've It's like, it brings up several philosophical discussions. So like one, you're kind of, the question about the slippery slope. I agree that it's a slippery slope, but also, I guess the fact is, you are foregoing the money for the sports memorabilia Uh memorabilia Mm -hmm. and so that's, what's caused a lot of people to have like an existential crisis about like, Oh shit. Like I have this $40,000 car. Am I a hypocrite too? Yeah. Um, like I think it's worth asking. That's a great conversation to have. I agree. Yeah. And I, and I think that's the longer term thing that Mm. I'm going to try to build on because I think the sneakers thing is going to go away eventually. Yeah. But that's caused me to like one feel some guilt, which I don't know if was rooted in sin or not, but it's has made me consider like that question itself. Like, Oh, okay. This, these two monitors that I have that I'm looking at, mm-hmm. I could probably sell these and have 200 bucks and then give it to the poor. It's mm-hmm. so, like that, that line doesn't really stop anywhere. Yeah. And so people will always come to comments like so-and-so could have sold those for 1200 bucks and fed all the poor. <laughs> and then their congregants are in and It's like, yeah, he gave away $2 million last year to the poor. Right. And I'm like, still, he could have sold these. There's no reason yeah. for everybody to have those. So mm-hmm. it's, in tw- today in 2019, there's not really a great answer. I think it's worth thinking about for ourselves. But also, I do think the, cr- the criticism or the critique still s- stands. Like, you're communicating a message by mm-hmm. wearing a pair of shoes that either retailed at 1200 bucks or sneakerheads were willing to pay 1200 bucks for. Mm-hmm. Like, either that's flexing that you've got rich friends or that you got super lucky on release day or that you just went to a resale shop and spent 1200 bucks on kicks. Like all the options aren't that great. Like yeah. the mm-hmm. one thing I've heard is like the congregants will gift this pair of sneakers to their pastor. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, got <laughs> it. Like, thanks for wearing it for an hour a week, but you're also blasting this to 500,000 people or like in Furtick's case, he's got 2 million followers. Yeah. He's yeah. got a new outfit on every single time he preaches yeah. that, it. that I can't even tell how much his pants and shirt are worth. And it's like, maybe mm-hmm. it's petty, but it is, it is, an interesting bigger discussion about like, what do we do with pastors or people in general getting rich off of the gospel or Christian themes? Right. Like that's caused a lot of people to, and myself too, questions like, should we care if they're, if he has a $10 million house? Like why do we feel anger towards a pastor for being able to afford a new outfit every Sunday? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Partly that's, that's partly what's like, inspired the account a little bit because I was like, this kind of pisses me off. Like yeah. I'm working mm-hmm. hard, I'm tithing, I'm trying to tithe in obedience, and this dude's getting to rock these fresh sneaks. Like I don't mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. what that is. So yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: that's yeah that's fair. And I think that like from from our position as as pastors and we're we're church planters. We Eric planted We're a rolling in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah so we got a ton of money. We're <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, raising support is our so shoes. fun. <laughs> yeah yeah. But I think that like what I've discovered from from being a pastor is that people. This is the way that people can look at pastors: is they don't want you to be struggling, but they don't want you to be doing better than they are, right? right financially, because there's this there's this idea of well, you should be suffering for the gospel, but not me, right? Right. But but you as the pastor should, <laughs> yeah. and so there's this whole idea as of, if it's not hard enough, right? Right. And, <laughs> exactly. And there's this whole idea of well, I can make six figures, but my pastor can't. Right. You know, and, and, and I'm working I, for it. Right, right, right. Exactly. And and so there's there is a double standard. And now the Bible also talks about how there are different standards for pastors. Yeah. So that that's a fair argument as well. And now to be clear we don't make six figures, but we
1: not even, <laughs> combined. We
0: don't it make would six be, figures. it would be yeah. nice.
2: <laughs> combined, it's,
0: it's still like a conversation that is important. And what I love about what you've done is just as what you said, it's forced you to look at yourself too. Like yeah. we should not just say, "Oh, this is so terrible about this pastor or this person." We should think. Yeah, that is a little messed up. Now, what should I look at in my life that that is also a little messed up? Right.
2: Or why do I think it's messed up? Right. Like I, right. I, yeah. I don't know what the root of that is, other than it. I don't feel envious of these dudes, but there must be something that causes so many people to feel angry about it i don't know what that is but i think Mm -hmm. it's worth dissecting a little bit but also from your side like yeah i've talked with other pastors and my buddy justice was a church planner in dallas and he was talking about like how crappy it feels to have like one moment of nice things like to have Mm -hmm. to buy save up and buy a nice pair of jeans or like go out to eat at a semi-nice restaurant or go on vacation Mm -hmm. and people to make snide comments when they get back like there is something to that. Like that sucks. Being a pastor is not a luxurious thing. Right. Yeah. Even, even in like a Westernized baseline, like you're not even in a foreign country planning a church You're in the West and it's still freaking difficult. Like you're mm-hmm. having yeah. to be all things to all people or at least in their own eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's hard enough to not have people yeah, criticizing the way you spend your money. Exactly. And so I don't know, I don't, I don't know where we end up with the conversation, but so far it's, it seems to be something that the church Mm -hmm. has needed to address. I I don't
1: think we need to decide where the line is, where I think we want to have, like I, that's what I want to do. I kind of want to make, okay, well, here's the line when you're making this much money, that's too much as a pastor. Or or if you're getting that from your church, like maybe if you do book sales, that's one thing, but you are using your platform in order to sell your books. So there's, there. I think it's easy for us to make it black and white where it's so gray. Yeah, and it really is the heart of, of, of the people. And mm-hmm. I was even thinking, I was just trying to like go through like the gift. Let's let's, go, let's talk about a gift. Like mm-hmm. if Patrick gets a gift, if you are a, uh, bivocational pastor who is working another job in order to support the church, and somebody says, "Hey, I want to bless you with a trip to Disney World, all paid, f- like you you can fly there." That's what I want to bless you with. I don't see anything wrong with that. That's maybe God blessing them through through that person. But if Steve Furtick gets a free vacation to Disney World, all of a sudden now I'm like, that's not okay. So why is that? What 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 makes it where it's okay for one side and not the other? Is it just because of the heart? Like that. That's a conversation that I think your account has really started to bring up for me because mm-hmm. I've gotten free stuff and I've yeah. easily accepted it. someone gives me a trip to Disney World, I'm going. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, and absolutely. I'm taking pictures of it. like <laughs> So... like. What that that it's kind of caused a great conversation that I don't know the answer to, but it does feel it's a struggle in my own heart on it. Yeah, you know what I mean.
2: The tough part about the Furtick example specifically is that it's just so consistent with him. So like if we were talking yeah. just about Stephen Furtick, who well, I mean, let's give it to him communicates really effectively. Yeah, and has, great preacher. can build a freaking congregation and can get people fired up really well. Like I yeah. am not he does that infinitely better than i could ever do and he yeah. has clearly done a ton of things right um i guess the thing that makes it c- different is that he's consistently in a different outfit that's incredibly mm-hmm. expensive mm-hmm. we know that he has a 10 million dollar house we know that he's at the top basically making all the decisions with like no elders mm-hmm. uh it's it's it it feels different to say like okay, these dudes are church planners. They're literally never doing anything flashy. Obviously, someone gifted this to them. Yeah. Obviously, they're not crushing it. But to Stephen Furtick and his 2 million followers, he's got only right. overproduced videos of him quoting himself and mm-hmm. then wearing a new outfit each time. Mm-hmm. And his $10 million home is in the news. Maybe it's not $10 million, I don't know how much it is. Yeah, um, multi-million dollar. Yeah, home. so like, there's clearly a pattern of even if I'm not saying it, I want to project a certain kind of image and maybe that image is working for him. Clearly it's working for him. Yeah. But I think that's where the big divide is. It's like, I think for me, if I was in that position, I would want to be so careful about projecting an image that is humble and not like, Uh, look how awesome I am. I know he's not even saying that. And it's like, it's there again, it's another slippery slope to like judge the hearts behind people. Yeah, yeah. But all we have to look at are the pictures and videos that these dudes and girls curate themselves. It's the fruit they're showing, right? Right. Right. And so it's like, so people will criticize me about like, you don't know how much these dudes have paid for these shoes. And like, I don't. All I can see is what they are posting themselves. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, that's all I have to work with. So I've, it,
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like as
2: as public mm -hmm. figures, is it, should like should we feel wrong about being like mm, I don't know about this like this dude's putting it out there
1: yeah, I'm gonna yeah. critique
2: it or criticize it. You didn't
1: it. go to his house and like sneak into his closet and take pictures. Absolutely He's not. Purposely yeah. showing you that. Yeah. Right, so right. yeah. What well, were you gonna it, say? I'm sorry. This I cut is you off. what. That's okay. This and this is what I've
0: always stood on for the podcast. The, the last episode was.
2: Oh, here
1: we go. Suck up. Now that we're on
0: it, <laughs> I'm the one who. Golly. <laughs> it comes. I down, knew
1: it was coming. I knew was coming. Down
0: <laughs> to the lifestyle. And that's exactly what you're saying. We can see the lifestyle that Stephen Furtick has. Or we were talking before we started recording, Eric and I were, about how uh, Perry Noble posted on Twitter one time about, hey, can anybody get me free or discounted tickets to Disney World? I saw that, yep. And it's like he's using his platform to get stuff. And that to me just feels dirty and feels inappropriate. And so, it, and, and and when you're taking the example of a bivocational pastor, we can see his lifestyle. We can see how hard that person is working. And then we can see not that Stephen Furtick isn't working hard and that he can't have nice things or can't do nice things, but. That's when it gets down to whatever we are projecting and the lifestyle that that we have. And
1: we are giving up. though like the two extreme pat yes. extreme yeah. examples. Yeah. We're giving the church poor church planner and the richest pastor in America. Right. What about the ones in the middle? Mm-hmm. What about the ones that are making 120,000 and are gifted a car or something? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that that's where I think the main heart discussion is and that is where it's the heart yeah. that we really need to talk about cuz should there be a cap on how much pastors make? Like for me, I have one. Mm-hmm. Not that I think I'll ever even get close to it, <laughs> but it's 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 two million. It's <laughs> <cap>. <laughs> two million. <Yeah. laughs> like, same. That that's same. where I think the discussion needs to really be. Is is that middle yeah. ground? Yeah, Stephen Furtick. Like we're all on the same page that he, what I, I believe what he's doing is wrong. Mm-hmm. Where and then church planners like yeah, you can only get so much. But what about that mm-hmm. middle ground of people that I don't know that that's where it gets tricky and that's why i like the conversation that's been brought up from your account and i like it better now that i know you're not waiting out um retail yeah, value Sure, for sure that's <laughs> but, fair but yeah um i still think it'd be cool if you had the picture where it had the retail value i think that would get any of those arguments are gone now yeah, yeah but, i received but, that yeah so um but yeah i i'm on the same page on the on what the conversation is bringing up and i do like like i was even looking at it today you never say Like any judgment on the comment, it's always like just some kind of like joke, basically. Yeah, and And that's how I
2: started doing it because I, I never wanted to be like talking head, like a Twitter just constant spout of, Mm -hmm. the church needs to do this. The church Uh needs like that's so exhausting to like be that type of person or to even consume that. Right. Because like yes, the church comprised of imperfect people are Mm -hmm. doing terrible at a lot of things all the time. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's very helpful, but I think it is helpful to for whatever reason the, these topics about like materialism and celebrity culture and like how we portray ourselves on social media for whatever reason all that stuff came together and is being my account is helping drive that conversation i think that that's the thing i'm trying to anchor to is like mm-hmm. we should all be thinking and considering those things mm-hmm. like i the reason i think to go back to the kind of the the massive like top of the bell curve Of pastors, they'll never end up on my account because they're too busy pastoring and they Mm -hmm. don't have social media teams and they don't like aren't on tour, aren't doing all that kind of thing. (laughs) I don't think all that stuff is inherently wrong, but there's a reason that a select group of people are catching my attention versus all these dudes. So like I interviewed a guy in Fort Worth, one of my best friends who's a, a pastor at the city church. And he was like, dude, I don't, I'm not on social media because I'm too busy trying to like pastor the hundred people that are coming to my church Mm -hmm. and like, that's a full-time job. So like, then it gets into the question about like the book sales and the speaking tours. Mm -hmm. Like, so people will come into the comments, always say like, yeah, but this dude has book deals. goes on speaking tours. And I'm also like, yeah, but what's he writing his book about? And Mm -hmm. who is he selling his book to? Or who is he initially like preaching a full sermon series through from his own book? Like that seems like another really dicey topic. And if you look, they all speak at each other's churches and I doubt they're doing yeah. it for free. So like they'll write a book, mm-hmm. they'll pub it to their 30,000 person congregation, go on tour to all their homies churches that are also mega churches, mm-hmm. pub their book, and then they'll all invite each other to each other's conferences. Like hey, that seems like a pretty good freaking business model to me. <laughs> and, 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 and I think and something is going to come from that. Like I don't yeah, think that's yeah. going to keep going.
1: Right. And, and for a lot of them, like I, I, remember I was really into Paranoia and St- Stephen Furtick way back in the day. Like the board that runs those churches are each other. Like Paranoia's board was Stephen Furtick and some of those big. Mm-hmm. Like so, it's like wait you're all getting the same doing the same thing like is that actual accountability
2: or is that just being able to get away with stuff and I don't know but Mm -hmm. um, and I doubt they're doing any of that maliciously I think it just must be a product of look this is where Christian culture has gone in 2019 Mm -hmm. like this is how we get the word out on books like I've thought about doing a book like I would like to get as much publicity possible if I did a Mm -hmm. book like I get it yeah. I, like I understand the like the economics of wanting to go on speaking tours and having like probably an actual good friend. that's like, dude, come speak in my church. We love mm-hmm. what you're doing. Yeah. Oh, and the byproduct is you get a ton of exposure. You sell a bunch of books. Like I don't. Yeah. At the at the root of it, I don't think it, anything's wrong about it. But it does mm-hmm. just strike something in me that's like, is this like is God good with this? Like is is He honored by dudes getting super wealthy off of building platforms off of mm-hmm. telling people about Jesus? and then capitalizing off of it. I don't know. Like yeah. I yeah. And I don't have an answer, but that is a question that's come up. Yeah. Well, well, that's
0: all, it even gets into like, sometimes I would feel weird walking into a Christian bookstore that's selling a giant picture of Jesus for hundreds of dollars <laughs> in your local community. You know how communion trades actually Yeah, yeah communion <laughs> trades are... They're like, I went to buy, expensive. I was like, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> Why is this so get Somebody's them. getting rich off of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just get a woven
1: basket. I don't need
0: <laughs> <laughs> this giant communion tray. But like... I, that's it's the same feeling for me as what, and I'm glad that a lot of Christian bookstores are dying because they've been making money off of Jesus, and there's something weird to, about that. And Jesus didn't even make money off of Jesus; Jesus
1: survived, is what he did. But and Jesus so was hard. bankrolled by by um, like the women that would follow him. That's <laughs> yeah, so that's... like so there is he had money right in well, order to do
0: stuff. What I'm saying is he wasn't out there selling stuff. Yeah. He, he was out there preaching the gospel. He was out there telling people about, and it was all free. Like th- that—that's what he was doing. But then, you know, that's where it's such a slippery slope because we both get paid. Yeah, and so people can say things about us. He was also he, Jesus. He
2: is also Jesus. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're right. So it's it's such a difficult thing. But it's that same feeling to me of like buying this giant mural of a whitewashed Jesus and a celebrity pastor wearing this stuff. And also to just comment about the. They're speaking towards, like, and the pastor that's at a church of a hundred people because that's about where we are mm-hmm. uh, and we we are pastoring the mega church pastors, they're not pastoring that community, they're speaking, and that's their that's their job, and that's great. There's nothing wrong with that, but like they're not necessarily in the trenches, like maybe they used to be, but once you get to a church that size, you can't it's not it's not realistic to expect a guy who's pastoring tens of thousands of yeah. people. To be the pastor to tens of thousands, of
2: people. and should we fault them for being so effective that they grew a massive church? Like yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think so. So it's just it, like so. Part of me wants to be like, look, this is how it is. There's no real stopping point in discussing it. I'm just gonna put my head in the sand. But then also, <laughs> it's like I don't know. I don't know why there's a stirring within me that's like. Something about this doesn't seem right, and is it just within me that's like I wish I could have a huge platform and make money off of speaking mm-hmm. and be well loved by millions of people? Maybe that's it, or maybe mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know why he's pushing me towards this, but I think that's where the bigger discussion is: is like what yeah. are we to do with generating wealth from preaching the gospel or yeah. a Christian message or a motivational message that started from a church? Like that's good.
1: Is it? Is know. it? Is in our hearts? From jealousy, or greed, or is it the Holy Spirit? Right. And that's what we need to be praying that we're being discerned about. Is that what is that stirring? Yeah. Because if it's the Holy Spirit, we need to be making Instagram accounts and pointing <laughs> it out. Yeah. yeah. If it's jealousy, and greed, we should be canceling it. Yeah. Like yeah that, I should be
2: stopping immediately. And that's what yeah. I've, I've basically wrestled with since the beginning because, you know, I have like actual comedians and actors and musicians that follow me just for the comedy. And so, yeah. like, There's part of me that's like, do I am I appealing too much or am I being too soft about this? Or am I just trying to be entertaining so much that mainstream people are following me? Or am I causing a discussion that he wanted to happen? Like, why has he made this stupid subject matter blow Mm -hmm. up in such a way that, um, is causing all these different questions? I don't know, but that's something I definitely wrestle with because it's, yeah, that's awesome. uh,
1: So, I, I would, what I want to say is, I do appreciate, I appreciate your humility because you, when you sent us our, the message about our podcast and you said you were hungry that day, but I didn't take (laughs) it as like, oh, he's pissed. I took it as like, you were like, you were like, hey, it's a good conversation. Well, and then when we said, hey, you want to come on? He said, yeah, we'll do it. So yeah. and then I re I re- listened back to it. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" If I knew he was going to listen, I would not have said it
2: as harsh as <laughs> I did. That's the risk <laughs> you take putting would... something out in the in the ether. <laughs> yeah. There, yeah. yeah. So Your account, like you're like liable for how everyone interprets it. Right. Yeah, I wasn't, so, I wasn't mad either, but I, I did like I felt like it was important to clear that portion up just yeah, because I agree. don't want anything out there to think of people thinking that I'm some dude in his basement trying to just cause division. Yeah. It's just so, it, it's just an, a different way of mm-hmm. a different way of causing a conversation, I guess.
1: Yeah, and and you being willing to come on, knowing that like at least I had issues with it, and we've kind of been able to have conversation and, and find common ground on things shows humility and shows kind of your heart too. Yeah. So I really do appreciate you coming on. I appreciate um, that. And uh, and why don't you? Because I mean, I can honestly have this conversation about this yeah. pretty much all day. Yeah. But um, why don't you uh, let everyone know, they already know about you, but tell everyone where you can find Preachers and Sneakers <laughs> <laughs> and any other information it's you want to get. An called, it's an app called Instagram. Um, yeah. <laughs>
2: and
1: like where they can find more information about you. Just kind of plug whatever you want Or to your plug. podcast. Talk about your podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, on Instagram, we're at Preachers, letter in sneakers. It's kind of a mouthful. On Twitter, we're Preachers and Sneakers with no vowels. Mm-hmm. I've got a website, Preachers and sneakerscom We actually just launched a merch release today oh how ironic you're, you're selling merch. <laughs> oh, we're raising money for features of <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're raising money for charity water which they basically build wells for people in other countries and basically uh, hold themselves accountable for the money so they basically use 100% of the money that they raise to build wells because they're funded by outside donors. So all their operating costs are funded by outside donors. So we're using the merch to raise money for that. That's going to be live until Saturday this week. Um, some, it's pretty cool stuff and <clears throat> I've got a podcast, the Preachers and Seekers podcast if you just type in preachers it most likely will come up in iTunes or Spotify mm-hmm. so yeah, trying to do this podcast thing too to hopefully have meaningful conversation, I've like, I have six episodes out right now, uh, I've got three more in the queue that I'm waiting to get back from my engineer, so I'm um, trying to get smarter people than I and like, I mean I l- look for opportunities to come talk about this because it helps me mm-hmm process what i believe and kind of the reasons why i'm i'm doing what i'm doing and i you know y'all's podcast stuck out not only because it was basically challenging what i was doing but also you guys are smart and clearly are living it so it's helpful for me to not just be speaking into a vacuum and um so yeah this is beneficial for me obviously so i appreciate you guys having me yeah
1: Yeah, man we really appreciate you coming on and um, we'll uh, we'll keep following, okay? We'll follow you. <laughs> we
2: yeah. All right. Well, if you change your mind again, just uh, make another episode. <laughs> yeah, just wait till next week's yeah, episode. Yeah, we'll be sure to shut you down. <laughs> yeah, when you're not here. <laughs> Thanks, man. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Hey, talk to y'all later.
1: Thank you for listening to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a nice review.
2: To support the podcast, you can go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Podcast music provided by The Revived. Check them out at therevivedmusic.com. Stay connected with us by liking us on Facebook and following us on Twitter and
1: Instagram.